Law of Self-Defense content you are about to enjoy is presented for general educational purposes only. It does not constitute legal advice. If you are in need of legal advice, consult competent legal counsel in the relevant jurisdiction. Hey folks, welcome to our ongoing coverage of the Minnesota murder trial of Derek Chavon over the in-custody death of George Floyd. I am attorney Andrew Branker for Law of Self-Defense, providing guest commentary and analysis of this trial for legal insurrection as well. As a reminder, I am live parlouring the trial in real time over at my parlor account, which you can find using my parlor handle at Law of Self-Defense, no spaces. This morning, Judge Cahill called back the previously seated jurors, at least the first seven of those seated jurors, to conduct additional voir dire over the news reports of the $27 million settlement the city of Minneapolis agreed to with the Floyd family. Although all these jurors had previously professed they could be fair and impartial in the trial, the question raised by the defense of whether that assessment changed upon hearing about this massive settlement uh, by the city to the Floyd family. And in fact, of the seated jurors, two, number 20 and number 36, told Judge Cahill that they'd heard the news of the settlement and that they would no longer be able to be fair and impartial jurors. Accordingly, Cahill dismissed both of them for cause. This brings the number of seated jurors down from nine to just seven. Uh, In the case of previously seated juror number 20, uh, she had seen the headlines about the case Uh, She had seen that Minneapolis, the city, agreed to pay the Floyd family to the tune of, she said, in the $20 million range. Uh, She didn't read the story. She left it at the headline. But when asked if it affected her impartiality, she said the dollar amount was shocking. Uh, Clearly, the city felt something was wrong and wanted to make it right to the tune of that dollar amount. If it had been $2,000 instead of $20 million, it would have been different. But the sticker price shocked her and swayed her a little bit. When asked if she had to give an honest answer about still being fair and impartial, she responded she doesn't really know the answer. The trial still has a right to play out, hasn't started, a lot of facts to be heard through the trial, but my gut reaction with the dollar amount being high is uh, disturbing to her. Uh, So Judge Cahill excused her for cause. Here's that exchange with juror number 20. All right. Uh, Good morning, juror 20. Uh, Just an advisory here that you are not on video outside of the Zoom hearing, and the Zoom hearing is being shared only with people in this courtroom. And so uh, kind of the same arrangement as when you were here in person. And just a reminder, you're still going to be under oath for the purposes of answering these uh, questions. Uh, late last week, there was extensive media coverage about developments in a civil lawsuit between the city of Minneapolis and the family of George Floyd. Were you exposed to any of this coverage about you know, directly, indirectly, inadvertently? Uh, yes, I did see the headline. Okay, and what do you recall of the substance of the headline? I believe the headline was the city of Minneapolis agreed um, to pay out the family of George Floyd, I want to say, in, to the tune of in the $20 million range. Okay. Uh, other than seeing the headline, did you read the article or just kind of leave it at that knowing it's probably related? Exactly. I left it at that, saw the headline, um, and and saw that, that dollar amount as well. And what effect, uh, if any, do you think this might have on your ability to be impartial? Has it, when we accepted you as a juror, did it move you one direction or the other? Um, I would say especially that dollar amount was kind of shocking to me, that kind of 
sent a message that the city of Minneapolis felt that something was wrong and they wanted to make it right to the tune of that dollar amount. Um, I think in the headline, if it would have said $2,000 versus $20 million, um, that's a big change. So I think that, that sticker price obviously shocked me um, and, and kind of swayed me a little bit, yes. Okay, and you under, so you think it's, I think you left the courtroom, everyone satisfied you could be fair and impartial. Uh, do you think that viewing that headline has maybe moved you, kind of now that you know that that's the city of Minneapolis opinion? Not that we, to be honest, not that we care about the city of Minneapolis opinion, but if it uh, has an effect on you, uh, we appreciate the honest answer. Does it move you off the fair and impartial position? Yeah, uh, I'm, I, I don't really know the answer to that. Um, I, I guess uh, the trial still has the, the right to, to play out, right? It hasn't even started yet. Um, so there are definitely a lot of facts to be heard um, through the trial. Uh, again, I'm just trying to share with you what I, what I know. Um, my gut reaction to that, again, with the, the dollar amount being high. Sure. Um, and, and I've tried to leave it at that. Okay. All right. Juror uh, 20, I'm going to excuse you from the jury. Uh, we know that you did not seek out this information, but just on the possibility that you inadvertently saw it, and it might affect your ability to be fair and impartial. We're going to exercise extreme caution here and excuse you from the yeah. jury. So thank you, though, for taking the time to come in. You are also excused from jury service completely. And so yeah. unless you get a, a summons in the future, uh, you don't have to show up for our March 29th start date. Okay? I understand. All right. Thank okay. you. With respect to seated juror number 36, Again, asked if they'd become aware of the settlement, said that they were. Um, asked about the reaction, noted the quantity was a large amount, over $20 million or so. When asked if it would affect their ability to be impartial, number 36 responded that it would affect that ability to be impartial a lot. Asked to explain, number 36 answered, well, last week they had strong opinions. Uh, the city obviously has strong opinions as well based on the settlement, and that confirms what they were feeling. Number 36 was feeling last week. Judge Cahill noted that was a different case, a different party, civil suit. Um, the Number 36 was accepted as a juror, but with the new information about the settlement, make it hard for number 36 to be impartial in this case. And number 36 responded that, indeed, it would be hard for them to be impartial now. So Judge Cahill excused number 36 um, from the case for cause. Here's that exchange with juror number 36. All right, juror 36, can you hear me? And if you could unmute, that would. There we go. All right. Thank you. And thank you for uh, being with us this morning on such short notice. Uh, just calling you back to ask a couple questions that are new. And just, uh, just a notice to you, we are seeing video just in the courtroom. So your Zoom video is being shared with the participants, but it is not being broadcast. Again, just like when you're in the courtroom, uh, the audio is uh, can be heard, but your video is not being broadcast. So with that, I uh, just wanted to bring you in to ask you a couple questions. Uh, late last week, there were extensive, there was extensive media coverage about developments in a civil suit between city of Minneapolis and the family of George Floyd. Were you uh, inadvertently exposed to any coverage of this, directly, indirectly? 
Okay, you need to unmute. You can leave it unmuted, actually. Okay. Yes, I was. Okay, can you tell me what you heard? Cool, about the, the settlement. Okay, and what did you, what, do you remember any specifics about it? I mean, it, the quantity it was the large amount of money. Okay. Do you remember a specific amount or just that it was a large amount? Um, 20, over 20 maybe. Okay. Uh, how do you think that would affect your ability to be impartial in this case? <sighs> it will impact it uh, a lot. It will impact you a lot? Uh, tell me about that. So last time I was asked about my strong opinions against Chauvin. Clearly the city of Minneapolis has some strong opinions as well. And this just kind of confirms or my opinions that I already had. Okay. Um, it is a separate case, different parties, different legal issues, uh, won't be part of the evidence in this case, but we understand you were, and I, I'm sure you were inadvertently exposed. You didn't seek it out. Uh, we did accept you as a juror, but do you think now with this new information, it would be hard to presume the defendant innocent would hard to be impartial in this case? I think it will be hard to be impartial. All right. Uh, then I'm going to excuse you from this case uh, because of what was a unfortunate broadcast of certain details uh, and the fact that I appreciate you being honest, though, in saying that uh, it would affect your partiality. So that's um, not a failure. That's you're telling us the truth. So we appreciate that. So you are released from jury service. So juror 36, so uh, we'll mark you down as excuse for cause. Thank you for your uh, attending today and your good answers from before. You can sign off now. Thank you. As a result, again, the number of seated jurors is now down to seven in number with those two dismissals down from the previous nine. And of course, jury selection will continue over the course of today. And until there's a total of 14 jurors seated, uh, meaning 12 jurors and two alternates. All right, folks, that's all I have for you this morning. Uh, again, we'll be following the proceedings live throughout the day. And I expect to have an end of day post for all of you as well. Until that comes out, I am attorney Andrew Branker for Law of Self-Defense. Stay safe.